Um, so you guys, something happened to my local, uh, police office, police station. Um, someone stole the toilet from the police station and the police are pretty mad because they have nothing to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's That's, a good one. I like that one. That, uh, that something like that actually happened in Florida once. <laughs> Why am I not surprised that it was Florida? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. So everyone, welcome back to another episode of As Dads It Gets, the podcast for dads by dads. Uh, I am your host, Larry, and with me as always are Tom and David. How's it going? All right. And uh, today's topic is going to be a little bit different than what we've uh, normally done. So I was scrolling through Reddit and I found a post that personally as, as a dad... I mean, I have, I have a daughter, um, so it doesn't matter if this happens to my daughter. Like, I mean, it's, it's a social norm if this happens to my daughter. Um, but for, for boy dads, I guess it, it's a bigger deal. I don't see the big deal in it. Um, so let me just read the post that, that someone wrote. <clears throat> they said, my son wants makeup for Christmas to play around with. He said, I'm not going to wear it to school, just at home. I have no issue with this, and I've even told them that I would like to teach him a few things. My husband is furious. He said he won't allow it. Our son has extremely long hair and gets nails painted. My husband hates that as well, of course. Uh, we've fought about those things several times. And he said we have to protect him from getting bullied because we're the adults, and we have to make these decisions for him. I think that he should be able to express himself however he wants to. However, uh, because he's just having fun, how do you feel about this? What would you do? So on this thing, I talked to my wife about it, and our conversation was basically um, like we shouldn't teach our – we shouldn't hold our kids back to to avoid uh, getting bullied. We should teach our kids just to be accepting. It's like, let, let's raise better humans that are okay with this stuff. I, I don't see any problem with him. Like, if he's having fun and enjoying it, why does it matter? Yeah, especially, like, if he is, like, especially said, I'm not going to wear the makeup outside of the house. Like, I just want to mess around with it and see how it makes me feel or something to that extent. Like, let him be able to express himself that way. Yeah. Let him find out who he is. <clears throat> And I've, I've made posts about similar subjects in different dad groups on Facebook. My son will be my son until he decides differently. Like, I'm not going to force him into any role, but if he decides he wants to be my daughter, then I will happily walk him down the aisle at her wedding. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I mean... I think the son is like, I'm not going to do it at school because he knows he's afraid. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but like, especially in the, in the safety of your own home, like who's going to tell, is the dad going to be like taking pictures? Um, I, I think a lot of this comes from fragile male ego. 100%. That's where it comes from. So that's that, the root of that. Right. Cause if you're comfortable yeah. in it, like of who you are, you don't care. Yeah. And, and a lot of, a lot of dads, especially boy dads are worried that if my, if my son does something feminine or if he's gay, then he came for me. That, that must be not mean I'm gay. Like it's, it's kind of like transitive property to them, I guess. Um, but what I think a lot, what a lot of parents don't realize are so that transitive property works both ways. Like if, if you as a parent are saying, I'm not letting you do this, I'm not wearing makeup. Like you're, you're setting the example for your kid and it's not a good one. Um, you're, you're showing your kid that this is wrong and it's, there's nothing wrong with no. it. And if you're trying to like think that that would make him, him gay of playing with makeup and stuff like that, just think about all of the prior generations that didn't do it. Right. They didn't play with makeup. You know, they were still gay. Yeah. And they right. were still, it was gay. still gay. It didn't yeah. magically make them straight. And <laughs> it's, yeah. They are who they are. Just accept them that way. They want to play with it. Let them play with it. Yeah. And I, if Harrison wants a Barbie for like a birthday or Christmas gift, he's getting a f-ing Barbie. Like, well, I'm glad you actually swear. said something. Oh yeah, I have to block, block that out. <laughs> he's getting uh, a freaking Barbie. <laughs> nice oh. save. But, uh, <laughs> so they they actually did a study about that. And uh, boys who were allowed to play with Barbies or dolls, baby dolls, stuff like that, grew up to be more attentive fathers. Um, so, like, they they were more involved in their kid's life because their parents let them play with Barbies. It's one of those nature versus nurture things. Like, yeah, there's this is like the way you're supposed to play with a doll or a baby doll or something like that is to nurture and feed it and care for it like it can't do it for itself. Yeah. And it's one of those things that like, I guess it just gets ingrained in you. And when you become a parent of your own, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do these things. Like, I need to care for this child. I need to do these things. Well, and uh, I mean, I guess this is kind of a a life hack or a parent hack. But if you want to see how you're doing as a parent, hand your child a baby doll and see how they do it. Um, Because like my daughter will say things (laughs) to her baby dolls that that I'll say to her. and, And I can't think of anything specifically. Actually, I can um, when I tell her to sit down and eat because she wants to run around and, and do everything but eat. Mm-hmm. She's like, sit down and eat or you're going to get in trouble. Um, or I tell her all the time that I'm going to duct tape her to the wall. She tells her babies, I'm going <laughs> to tape you to the wall. Yeah. Uh, it just it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have a place today. Like, just accept who they are. I mean, I oh, I grew up with one younger brother. And my dad was a Marine and my neighbor across the street was the same age as me 
and she always wanted we were always over there so we played with barbies all the time my dad never once cared and he like said was a marine and well why does it matter i don't care what you're doing like as long as you're being nice like in and involving everybody have at it yeah yeah but i mean isn't isn't uh jeremy renner uh wasn't he a makeup artist before he started acting i'm pretty sure yeah yeah nobody considers him like he's hawkeye yeah also super glad to hear that he's yeah doing much better and not not yeah he got ran over by a snowcat yeah yeah, it was yep. an unmanned, like, and he's like, does a lot of his own stunts. He's a very intelligent person. Like there was yeah. no way this is just like a Darwinian experience where he messed around and found out like it was, it was more than likely unavoidable. Yeah. Um, they treated it like it was a, a police investigation, like a, an attempted murder or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean like, he he does makeup and honestly doing makeup and hair like being a, a girl dad i cannot I, like i'm getting better at putting my daughter's hair in a ponytail um but as you guys can see i don't have much hair myself <laughs> same here my daughter's now. nine and i still can't do it <clears throat> yeah i'm getting I, better and sometimes i'll do really good ponytails so i used to have hair down to my armpits um i grew it out for lots of love uh when it wasn't as thin as it is now. Um, I don't know if you guys can see my bald spot back here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I grew it out. So I learned how to put it in a ponytail. And like when I don't brush it or comb it after I shower and my hair is a little bit longer, it is like Afro curly. Like it, it, it literally like my hair grew out to here before it was too heavy. And then it just got too heavy and started falling down on itself. And like, I wound up having to use a straightener, like just to get it somewhat manageable. So I borrowed my little sister's hair straightener. <laughs> yeah. Just see people would get yeah, mad about just, that. I don't, I don't see the point of getting mad about it. It's just like you said, the transitive property of put projecting that. And it's like, just, if you're not comfortable with yourself that you have to you have to take care of that for yourself so that way you don't impose that on your kids otherwise like yeah. you're gonna raise your kids with trauma that they can't figure out later mm-hmm. and if, if you're worried that they're gonna bully like kids are mean no matter what it, do, it doesn't matter what happens they will figure out something to pick on you for yeah if like, it's if I've it's been not short, makeup, it's uh yeah. It's, I've been it's shorter than most people my whole life. Um and my older brothers who are average sized told me how to respond to people that like the kids that picked on me in the playground and called me short or bullied me or whatever. And this was before I stopped growing and we thought I would be a normal sized person. Um <laughs> and not five four. Um he told me just to look at the kid and say, you're ugly, I'll grow. At least my problem can be fixed. <laughs> and it's one of those things like, if you do end up in a situation where your child gets bullied, teach them how to respond. Like, Teach them to out-bully. My yeah. wife says I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom had 
a rule for us growing up if some other kid on the playground at school, whatever, hit us, she was okay with us hitting them back 10 times harder. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't start a fight, but definitely finish it if you can, um, which I try to teach my daughter to not hit back, but I do plan on teaching her to defend herself. There's a transition Um, age for that. So like when they're still three, you know, two, three, four, five, even six, they don't really have that reasoning yet to understand that there's a difference between hitting back out of retaliation, like from that age or hitting back to stop something. So right now, yeah, with her age, you want to keep that, you want to keep that too. No, you just don't hit back because then it would escalate with a bunch of preschool toddlers and preschoolers. But then as they get older, you transition to no, all right, you you know, defend yourself and, yeah, be able to take care of yourself, but do not do this just right. because. Yeah. And and really, like, I mean, schools have a – schools say they have a, a zero bullying tolerance policy. Horse hockey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's uh, – I've got a – my wife has a friend whose um, child is transgender, and most of the bullying came from the, the teachers. Um, I 100% believe that because a lot of kids now, at least from what I've seen in social media and from what my other friends who have kids like in school ages um, have posted and everything that kids don't really care that much anymore. It's the kids with parents who are so strongly against it that are the ones they bully. And it's the teachers that are doing like the majority of the picking on or the dismantling, like the belittling, yeah, whatever you want to call it, like making that child feel like less of a person. And it's not every teacher. Like there are some good teachers out there. There are. There's more good but, teachers than not, but there's just, yeah. it's those few bad ones stick out, right? You, nobody notices yeah, when you exactly. get it right 99 times. It's that 100th time that you got it wrong that once that everybody notices. Yeah. And it's the bad ones, the ones that are bad, like are really bad. It's not just like they're closeted or whatever. Like they are openly against that child trying to be who they are um, and just demeaning about it. But I mean, I, I guess if you're, if you're doing makeup and stuff like that and you're really good at it, it's probably going to be easier for him to get a date. He was like, Hey, uh, you want to go out? We, I can do your makeup beforehand. Yeah. She's like, dang, that's <laughs> right. less work for me. All uh, right. All right. Like, and that could be part of like the date. Be like, let's yeah. fix ourselves up together and then we'll go out to dinner or do whatever. Yeah, activity. No, that's why. Um, so my daughter is really into ballet and my son wants to do it. And we're going to put him in ballet. And then, my wife's biggest yep. concern about it is that he's going to get too smooth with the ladies. Like, like that's her problem, right? Because you got the sister and he's around all these girls that are going to be friends. They're going to give him all sorts of advice and everything else. See? Like, like that's the danger. That's, that's a valid like, that's concern. The, she's like, oh, I don't care yeah. about the like the risk of the bullying and stuff like that. She's like, no, like it's 
I, I don't want like <laughs> it's like yeah, it's slick. It's like it's like the male cheer, He's cheerleader. He's already a total ham, right? Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> yeah, my wife says all the time that I'm charismatic and can talk. So she's like, you put that all together, and she's like, you didn't have, you didn't go to ballet, you were in sports. So you you didn't have that leg up, but if he's in this, she's like, oh, I don't know. Like that's her biggest concern. And as a parent, that should be what your biggest concern is. It shouldn't be about what the other kids might say because the other kids probably don't care. Ninety nine percent of the time, they won't. No. And I mean, most of the time, like ballets. I don't, I don't know if it's for you, but like ballets are not held at any school like most most dance studios are the ones that do it in my yeah, town yeah they're mm-hmm. they're almost never are, part of the school yeah, that was so one of my godsons really wanted to do ballet because his mom danced through like middle and high school and college and everything and she was really good um so he wanted to do what she did and he loved it um I think he only did it for like a couple of years and then he wanted to move on and try something else. But like the, you should have seen like there's pictures of him. Like he's got this big old grin on his face, like smiling and loving everything that he's doing. Like he's the only boy in the class. The rest of the kids are all girls and he's just standing there hamming it up. I mean, ballet, a lot of football players have, have been put in ballet to help with like footwork and stuff like that. Footwork and agility. And it, it, helps like it literally helps like with movement joints agility like all of that like that's part of why they do that is because they want to be the better athlete and that's something that athletes do is they do whatever they can to just be better even if it is something like ballet oh, yeah and i said it's yeah. the, the parents are clearly projecting on that of they can't do it but it's about the acceptance of it and like society puts what a gender is supposed to be. We should put what a gender is supposed to be, not what the media says well, and, and what somebody said and what historically was said, right? Like let's, let's make a better world. Those, now. those societal roles change so much. Like years, hundreds of years ago, it was men who wore the makeup mm-hmm. and, and the powdered wigs and the high heels and, uh, and like their color was pink yeah, and there stuff was like a, that. Like um, yeah, so they paint rouge on and like have like bright red rosy cheeks and like powdered wigs and uh, all of that. There's stuff. a yeah. picture yeah. of Franklin Roosevelt when he was a kid, and it's like, who is this? And he's in a full on frilly dress, like it is a dress. And it was FDR, right? Like they didn't care then. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean. There's there's a book that I read to my daughter um, that I really like called My Shadow is Pink. Um, basically, the book is about like people. Ha- you, you see the person and then there's the shadow. The shadow is, is really who they are. This kid's shadow likes wearing dresses. And so the kid goes to school and, and the first day of school, the teacher's like, OK, tomorrow we're going to dress our shadows and our favorite things. And the kid puts his dress on. And he feels just elated. He's he's like super happy. It's the happiest he's ever been. He goes to school and he walks in and people are kind of staring at him. So then he gets upset and leaves. 
and his dad comes in and he was like, you know, I try, I thought I could change your shadow, but I realize now that that shadow is who you are. So we just have to, to accept it and learn. Um, and so his dad is wearing a dress to support his son. And at the end of the book, um, like he finds friends, like no matter what you do, you're going to find a group that you belong in. Mm-hmm. Um, and why, why waste your time doing stuff that doesn't make you happy and trying to fit in those, those cool groups? Cause I mean, I never fit in a cool group, no, um, neither did I. <clears throat> but why not just find an actual group that's, that's good. And I think when you think of it that way, like this dad here, if he thinks of it that way, like, let's not worry about if he's going to get bullied or not. Let's like, okay, let's find him a group of friends that support this so that he has someone he could talk to. Yeah. And that can get his back if a fight goes down. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I, I cannot, I've tried so, so hard to, to try to wrap my head around it and see it from the other side. And I really can't. The only good argument is that essentially like with, with David, you're going to create a monster. Like (laughs) they're going to be too smooth. They're going to be too good at stuff and it's going to become a problem for you. (laughs) That's by far her biggest concern. (laughs) That's, that's the only valid reason I can see for any of those things. Like worrying about, oh, they might get bullied or they might do this. Like, no, they're going to get too comfortable with the people they're attracted to, and then they're going to become so smooth because they have so much interaction. Yeah, that it's there's no turning back. One thing I want dads to do when they're thinking about stuff like this is just take it into the the concept of what what would you have thought when you were that age? What would have made you happy? And what would you have felt like when your when your parents said no? Did it, did it, how did it make yeah, you feel? There was did something it make that you to one thing or the other, probably not. You're probably still who you are, but you would have been a lot happier with yourself a lot sooner. If your parents encouraged the same thing. So let's encourage it with our kids. So that way, we're making the happiest version of themselves that we can at an early age, rather than when people have to figure it out when they're 20 and 30 and 40. No, let, let, let them be who they are now. Then they don't have to do all that. Yeah. That's like, exactly it. Like, yeah. Just let kids be kids. Like let them, like if it's going to make them happy and not hurt them, How much happier would be if you could have been your true self at an early age, if you had to self-discover yourself in your 20s or 30s, right? Like all the development is done. Be happy now and your development will go so much further for your for for your kids. I think like that's that's the best line ever. Like just be the happiest version of yourself now and just don't don't let them waste like time that, like that dad said it's you have to make these decisions for them now right well if this makes them happy and you make the decision yeah. to take it away you're bringing unnecessary you sadness your to your child yeah. embrace it let them be who they should be now their education is going to go further their social development's going to go further you're worried about bullying but 
like you said, find a group of a group of friends is, exists out there that a group of friends will exist out there that will accept that person for who they are. So if you try to suppress it, these people aren't going to understand then they're still going to get bullied, right? That's going to be your loner. And now you just took away their social development. So you're doing yeah. more damage than good. I didn't even think about that part. Like if you're not accepting and if this person's having a heart, if, if we all didn't relate really well, right, we wouldn't be able to have these great conversations. It, you might not know why we didn't relate. Right. And if you just kept it all bottled up and didn't say anything, now one of us is just going to be a loner and just kind of out there. There's no social development with yeah. that. Yep. Let them be who they are. Find the friends in the social circle that accepts them. And now your social development's even better. And now it's not a loner getting bullied if there is a bully out there. It's somebody getting bullied that has a group of friends and a support system, a peer support system, not just a parent support system. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those you're surrounded by friends who love and accept you and don't care how you identify or how you present. They're they're still there for you. And if someone starts picking on you, it's like a trust fall kind of thing. Like they're there to catch you when you're down. They're a shoulder to lean on someone to cry to, someone to talk to. A, a really good one that kind of points that out with the importance of the friends is that movie, um, oh, Red Panda. It's the Panda movie. Red Panda movie. Red. 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 Yeah, it's red just Panda. Red. That's what it is. So Red, it shows that yeah, 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 yeah. the girl was really good, right? She was a good kid. She wanted to make her parents happy. But sometimes she just needed that friend support system. That's all of us. We're all yeah. like that. And if you alien make your kid alienate himself and not be who he is so he can't find that social circle that will accept him, then they are going to get bullied and they won't have that same support system and that same social structure that they can lean on when a parent can't be there all the time. Or they will turn into the bullies themselves. Yes. They're like, I, I can't be this person, so nobody it's else not okay. Be. Yeah, nobody else can do this. They kind of build those walls up to, to protect themselves. So it's it's either one or the other. Like they're either getting bullied or they become the bully. But if if you were to uh, nurture them, I mean, you're gonna get a. So you're gonna help person. their social development, uh, their so like their social circle, their intellectual side, right? Because if they're happier, they're gonna be more in tune to going to school. They're not going to hate it because there is no bullying or there's friends to see there. They're going to be excited to go to school and they'll still happen to learn something. <laughs> like you can't not learn something when you're yeah, at school. Yeah. Right? Even if you're there for your friends, you're still going to, there's stuff is going to go. It's going to, it's going to fit. So yeah, I, I, uh, I couldn't put that in any better myself. I, I think that's about as bad as it gets. 